Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host Sri Ayer. Equality Labs. What is this entity? Who is behind it? Who are the different sources funding it? We're going to show you a Twitter thread that was uh, done by a certain handle and you can go and look at that. But we are going to give you a little bit more clarity on some of the line items that are showing up in this Twitter thread. Some of those uh, slides may even have stories from P gurus that appeared over uh, the last few months. The point I think I'm trying to make is know your equality labs. Is this a dubious entity? Who is behind the funding? And why has the government not rebutted a very popular Indian channel's allegations. So all that you're going to see now. So let's take a quick look. Let us start by looking at what happened in the recent past, which is Google's determination that she should not be, that is Tenmuri Rajan of Equality Labs, should not be addressing a group in Google. And as connection in connection to that, the Equality Labs also was de-platform, which means maybe Google was in negotiations to use their services. Now they have cut that. And many high-tech companies who may have signed up with Equality Labs, you may want to review your contracts because there is a lot of questions being asked in this video. And uh, it's all based on things that has been done, meticulous research. Many things that, you, as you see this video, you will understand that there are more questions than answers. And everything is involving around one individual. Everybody else seems to have a dubious past. And this one individual also, I have my own doubts. Let's go. The first one is that, you know, you saw this cast things rear its ugly head in Cisco. And I've told you about this in a, in a previous hangout. I don't want to touch upon that. But suddenly you notice that Cisco was uh, having an employee, you know, raising questions that I was discriminated. You know, the sad part was this person was allegedly the classmate of the other person who actually hired him. And he ended up accusing the other person of caste discrimination. Anyway, so this is all, you know, water under the bridge. You can go back and read all about it. But the name Equality Labs has been around, but suddenly started surfacing in this case. The other thing they tried to do was the California Board of Education was trying to determine what to teach middle school kids. And at the last minute, this Tenmuri Rajan makes a grand appearance. And I'm told that she came with her father and mother and, and the father's wheelchair uh, got uh, toppled over and she was blaming the people uh, who were standing there for deliberately doing that. And, and everything is in plain sight. And it was a bit of a laughable thing. You know, these things happen, people fall down. But to blame, you know, the people. So what I'm trying to say is she's not past any kind of grandstanding. A very, very, very vicious personality, in my opinion. But that is, again, just gives you a taste of this person. Next. Then what happened? The whole thing, this equality labs, if you look at it, the whole face of this organization is this one individual called Tain Marie Saundar Rajan. You know, she calls herself a Dalit activist and claims her roots from South India. But she was born and has, she has lived in the United States. How can you suddenly claim this? And, and she has also some other stories about being discriminated in UC Berkeley. I mean, these things need to be investigated because it, it, it just sounds too, you know, uh, anyway, it, it just sounds difficult to understand what exactly, you know, how could that be? UC Berkeley, to my 
knowledge is one of the most liberal universities in the whole of the world. Perhaps it is the most liberal university in the United States also. To have somebody saying that I was discriminated because of because I was a Dalit, you know, it, it takes some gumption. I don't know what exactly happened. Again, those details have to come out. I'm sure it will come out in the due course of time. So this is where her uh, basic uh, background is. Dalit Diva is her handle. The interesting thing, according to this Twitter thread, O-S-I-N-T-W-A underscore C-O-M, that they say that as soon as we started researching about equality labs, there were a lot of articles and reports pointing to the evidence that it is part of a larger network. I mean, we had an article there, but there were a lot of questions that we asked. Where exactly did this start from? It was, it sounded deliberate. And then lo and behold, there is connection with Peter Friedrich. This is the lumpen who keeps writing nasty articles. The last one was taking pot shots at Congressman Raja Krishnamurti. And I'm, I'm mark my words, guys. They always take aim at Hindu American candidates. There is a, there is an automatic assumption that the Hindu American candidates should all be not Dalit. That is the thing that I have a problem with. Do they even check to see? And, and they just take pot shots, left, right, and center. I've seen this across the board. And in fact, this group is very, very clearly, as you see this slideshow, you will start seeing that, you know, there are definite links to some very shady organizations. Now, this uh, Twitter handle says that their investigation led them to a crucial finding that it is not an officially registered organization. In fact, if you read the article that in P Gurus, just go and look at Equality Lab. There are four or five artic articles. You should read them because there are a lot of questions asked. Where are they registered? If they are not registered in a certain state, they can't do business in that state. Then how are they doing it? You know, which city? You know, where are they paying their corporate taxes? A lot of questions, a lot of, uh, you know, unanswered questions, I should say. And the people associated with Equality Labs are rarely people born outside of America. Everybody is born here. And yet everybody is having a grouse on the Dalit uh, system in India. Look at this person, Sharmin Hussain. She is from Bangladesh. Let's go to the next slide, please. And, and I'll come back to Sharmin Hussain in just one second. The other thing that they have done is they routinely go and sanitize their site by sanitizing, remove content. But they don't stop at removing content from their site, a content, inconvenient facts, if you will. They don't stop there. They even go to the Wayback Machine, which is the archival source, and they delete it there also. Uh, so the archival source is an accepted uh, entity that if you want to quote that your website had a certain data on a certain day, you can go and look at, uh, tell the court that, look, this was archived on the archives website. And here is a printout copy of this. And somebody will notify it by checking at the thing and say, yes, this is exactly what it is. That means today you may have not have a particular story on your website. But if you had something four years ago, you can prove that that, that data, that, that post existed four years ago by using the fact that archive had a backup of it. So this is an accepted legal practice. It's been around for 15, 20 years. So it's nothing new about it. But for someone to take out dubious stuff, inconvenient facts is very interesting that's what equality labs indulges in now one of their uh, you know what do you call that hack that they hang their whole competence on is this one report that they wrote called caste in the united states a survey of caste among south asian americans now 
the first report that Equality Labs came out with in 2018, seriously flawed. The sample set was small. The way the survey was conducted was incorrect. And there was an equivalent uh, report by another organization and, and then another organization. So there are three reports. Two of them were much more factual. And this one, and, and they always used their own report, but they'll try to make it look like somebody else did that report. So that when you go shopping for your services, so what do they do? They go to high tech companies, Facebook, XYZ, whatever. They say, look, there has been determination that there is caste discrimination. And to, to buttress that, they had that Cisco lawsuit. Then they also tried to bring some sort of a resolution in Santa Clara County, that thing you know, there was a commission form specially to look at this. The members on the commission had some dubious credentials. That was challenged. Then even after that, they plowed on. They are not going to stop. Then they started finding that this subject is a lot more complicated than what they thought it would be. So the commission dissolved. Right now, Santa Clara County thinking of, uh, you know, forming one more commission. I hope they come to their senses. This is a waste of taxpayer money. And I hate it when taxpayers money gets wasted it doesn't matter whether it's us or india wherever i pay taxes if i see that there is a definite deliberate attempt to waste taxpayer money i call it out so that's that's what is the thing now if you look at the next slide that i have here this is from republic tv in the republic tv they were making some very serious allegations why does this become important Two days or three days ago, you may have seen my other hangout about Blinken. Blinken was quoting extensively from the USC IRF. Now, in 2022, the USC IRF has denoted India as a country of particular concern. I have a, a blow by blow, point by point analysis of what they are claiming in that report. I'll share that thing. That's a separate report that will come in a few days. It's it's a lot of work for me to do that. We are our team is looking at all the things. We have got most of our data right. We are going to talk about that in some detail. But look at what this reputable channel, Republic TV. In fact, it is probably one of the top three channels in India, and they are saying that USC IRF. In, in, in a sense, is being controlled by interests which are associated with several terrorist organizations and also with ISI. Let's take a quick look. I'm going to come closer so I can read what I'm talking about. So if you take a look at some of the members, first on the top, Harrison Akins. This person is a former Park High Commissioner of United Kingdom. Next, you have uh, Anurima Bhargava, the token Hindu, as woke as they get, okay? And she was a government fellow at Open Society Foundations, which is run by George Soros. So you have the George Soros imprint implant right there. Next, the other person is Nadine Mainza. She is the US, USAIR of chair. And Professor Angana Chatterjee, both are uh, having links with an ISI agent. Can you believe this? I mean, USC IRF has been completely taken over by ISC, ISI and IAMC. And here's the other one. Um, Terry Allen, Fidelius Government Relations, is part of IAMC. Now, this is a serious channel. Has the uh, USC IRF rebutted this? No. But why is Secretary of State Anthony Blinken using such a dubious source and then trying to apply pressure on India? He doesn't like the fact that India is buying oil from Russia. Yes, it goes against the narrative. But 
isn't most of the Western Europe also buying oil from Russia? What about them? So this kind of asymmetric application of pressure is just not on. I, I, I just find it very, very, very difficult to believe that a person of the Secretary of State's stature would use USCIRF's report to thrash India. What about US's own record with Qatar? There's another hangout that I'm going to put out. I'll show you what the dubious things that are coming out about Qatar's shenanigans with the United States Defense Network. Now, here's where it gets even more interesting. All the lumpens, look at Bhajan Singh Binder. He was a designated terrorist for funding the ISI terrorists to carry out blasts in India in 1992. Many of you remember the blast that took place in and around that time. Now, IAMC, Indian American Muslim Council, I think, it doesn't matter, everybody knows this IAMC, was lobbying to get India blacklisted from the USA. Its founder, Sheikh Ubaid, was part of ICNA, a Jamaat front in the United States. I mean, this is really, really dangerous. You call yourself a Dalit front, you put a Dalit face, Dalit face, because people also murmur that her parents are Christian and then Marie Sandar Rajan is in fact a Christian. The moment you change your religion, you are no longer a Dalit. So everybody associated with this equality labs is a question mark. They need to come back and report all these things. Anyway, they don't do that. They just keep saying that, oh, we are being victimized. We are being attacked. Exactly what's going to happen when you start seeing responses to this video. Now, Equality Labs Advisory Board. Let's take a quick look. A couple of the names are shocking. Huma Dar is on a Pakistani payroll for running the Kashmiri Khanistan campaign. The second name is Sana Din, who's an integral part of IAMC. Come on, guys, this is the advisory board. You can read the names there. I think some of them are no longer there. Let's go back to the next one. Another key figure in Equality Labs was Natasha Dar. Remember the other Dar before? The co-author of their first report. Natasha belongs to the Dar Tentacles and is the daughter of Humadar. Interestingly, Humadar's sister-in-law is also linked to Pakistan, who is married to a senior Pakistani officer. It's fascinating to note, according to this Twitter handle, as soon as various OSINT, that is this particular uh, Twitter handle, start exposing equality labs, the organization goes and quietly starts removing all the offending material. See, this is where the problem comes. They are desperately trying to cover their tracks and their tracks don't point to anything good, perhaps. That's what it is. Equality Labs connection with Pakistan can not only be seen through Humadar, Bhinder and Jamaat, its founder can be also seen with Pakistan and ISI-backed Khalistani output, Six for Justice, that is Mr. Gur Patwan Singh Panun. You can see the person circled, he's sitting there. This guy spews venom at India. They have this thing called Six for Justice and, and they are believedly I mean, they have admitted, actually, they have admitted funding Ahmadmi Party, their success in Punjab. In fact, this man was so upset that the money given to Ahmadmi Party for work in Punjab is now being used in other states for election purposes. What do you ex expect? That's what happens with politicians. Anyway, next slide, please. Now, Equality Labs connection with Pak Jamaat Nexus is also through its founder association with Abdul Malik Mujahid. Now, this person is the president of the student wing of Pak Jamaat. He later led Jamaat US Front 
ICNA and now targets India through JFA with terrorist outfit Simi's founder. And look at look at who is also on that same frame. They need to check these things. It, just because somebody is giving you FaceTime doesn't mean you just go on any show. Anyway, now we are finding out that you have to clearly be sure that whoever you are inviting on your channel or you are going on somebody's channel, you better make sure that it doesn't blow back on your face. Now here, there is another association called AJA, an alliance of OFMY, that is a Binder Peter stuff, and then IAMC, Sheikh Ubaid, Rashid Ahmed, and HFHR, Token Hindu Front. This, there are many such com coming out. We have also called out another front like this in our Kona conversation with Nikun Trivedi. Go back and look at that. That came only a few days ago. Swara Bhaskar was seen. <laughs> what, what a surprise. Swara Bhaskar was seen along with the HFHR last month. And lo and behold, where there is, you know, lumpens, you will always find Swara Bhaskar. The founders of Equality Labs are not residents of India and its political director, Sharmain Hussain. Remember, I saw, told her, told about her three, four at the slide third, slide three or something like that. She is from Bangladesh and now that name is gone from the website. The picture shows Sharmain's father with the Jamaat members when the group was settling in Germany. So they not only have citizenship in one country, they are spread all over the West. So there is a lot of trouble brewing folk. That's what I think. Now, all these people, they all come together and try and see if there are any fault lines in India. Can we expose them? And mostly in the United States, where the innocent public feels that anywhere there is injustice, they need to go and address it. So try to start making more and more noise. This person is a fraud. This front is a, this equality lapse is a fraud. And, and I think FBI should be seriously taking a look at this. There are going to be some serious ramifications that are coming down the pipeline. I can't reveal everything now, but wait and watch. Stay tuned. Look for more content about this in the days and weeks to come. And please like, share and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to click on the bell button for notifications. And if you like this content, Please show your appreciation by clicking on the super thanks button that appears on the bottom of the video. Thank you once again. Namaskar.